Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is June 7th, Tuesday in the year 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Make sure you're keeping your immune system strong. There are some things going around, just seasonal flus and so forth. But with people's immune system worn down, it's probably mutating and getting hitting some people harder than others. But if, as long as your immune system is strong, you're going to get through it, no problem. And it's an easy thing to survive. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at ExpeditionCoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, Patriots, apparently Joe Biden's getting a new mask fit. Is Either they're changing the actor or he's... His old mask is getting worn out. So he's in the process of getting that done. So they had Matthew McConaughey step in to tell us all about gun control. We need background checks. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them. These are reasonable, practical, tactical regulations. We need. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the actor. He has now become a, <clears throat> yeah, true lies. I think that what, what was the end when he was actually like, he's always, he's always playing parts of killing people, so I guess that's okay. Not that that would cause any problems. Once Hollywood steps into the pulpit in D.C., you know that we've got something crazy going on this is truly an illusion of our world but not to worry because the war on our children continues and they're upping the ante and this is the problem that we have so much right now with the reality of our current situation is is that teachers and others are waging a war And that war is being driven through the education system. And unfortunately, way too many people have just accepted leaving their kids in the school system. Matt Walsh was on Fox yesterday. Take a listen to this. Last night I heard you describe it as chemical castration. Explain that for our audience. 
That is quite literally what they are doing to kids. You know, the, what, what they refer to euphemistically, and everything that they say is covered in euphemism, but euphemistically they say, well, we're going to give puberty blockers to kids. And then they, they tell a lot of lies about how it's all reversible and temporary and all that stuff, and that's not true. But the actual drug that they give to kids is called Lupron, and uh, that is a drug that they also give to sex offenders for chemical castration. That is an absolute fact. Um, and this is what's being prescribed to kids, millions of kids all across the country. We talked to um, at least one of the, the, the doctors who, who does, in fact, prescribe these drugs to kids. And what we found when we talked to that doctor is that uh, that's yet another person who, who, although they do this every day for a living, uh, they don't actually want to answer any questions about it. No, they don't because they know exactly what they're doing. This is, as I've said all along, it's about groomers making more of their own kind. And that means that they have to damage children eternally. I mean, this damage is massive. Once these kids get destroyed in the youth, they will never recover. Once they go through these, quote, beta blockers, they'll never recover. And the parents that are doing this, man, I'll tell you, there's, I don't think there's enough millstones. It's disgusting. This is the war that's being waged right now very stealthily around us, and it's the long-term war. The short war is keeping everybody's attention on gun control, which they're not going to do. But they're trying to squeeze everything. The problem that I continually have with all of this is we're not hearing the voices saying that they're going to undo it. We just hear the things like, well, we shouldn't do it. I want to hear the voices that say we're going to undo it, undo everything. But here's my problem, and this is a, an article that was published in um, it's on November 12th, 2021, and it was titled, Republican Party Opens Its Doors to LGBTQ Community. And if you're a gay conservative, let me reassure you that you are not alone and that the game has changed for LGBTQ conservatives President Trump took unprecedented steps towards welcoming our community and including us as proud members of the Republican Party. This is the same community. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Another First Lady Melania Trump emerged as a champion for LGBTQ conservatives as well. Her work to end bullying and issue the LGBTQ community is all too familiar with is admirable. Hang on a second. Why I tell you, I cannot stand this stuff. I get interrupted and I can't shut some of those things off. Huh. Anyway, so we are, we're at 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today just very humbled and equally heavy in our hearts with all the war that's being waged on our children. And truly, this is a time that we're starting to realize that this fight that's around us is going along quietly in stealth, in stealth, in every aspect of our lives. And once again, the, the parties of the two parties that are one party with two faces are deviously moving the playboard to try to undermine the very principles of a, of a nation that is supposed to be built with you on the throne and built on the morals that we live by. Sadly, we're not seeing that. And as we witness this rollout of this mass agenda, this agenda of peace at any cost, this agenda of all we're going to be, we're going to be unified again, this agenda of accept everyone for what they are, this agenda of 
whatever we need to do, we need to get along at all costs. We see the consequence of that as we witness the destruction to our children and those in the classes that are doing it remaining silent. And worse, the political hands that are moving this, moving the pieces on the board in the name of politics rather than in the name of morality for the country and for the world. This is despicable where we are in right now, Father. And to a certain degree, we will own the responsibility because we have allowed our eyes to be blinded willfully by falling into the trap of worshiping parties, worshiping people, worshiping politicians, worshiping ideals, and are waiting for someone else to fix this for us. Where is our faith? Father, we have... We pray today very strongly for this will to reemerge, to reemerge within our faith communities, to start understanding that there is a line that we cannot cross. Father, I've said this here, and we will pray for those that are walking in this sinful lifestyle, but we will not condone their lifestyle. We're not going to unite around them because, as we have already seen, once this begins, people who identify themselves through their sexuality can't stop until they become the centerpiece and everybody is forced to be like them. It's not acceptance, it's dominance. And in the need to secure votes, in this desperate need to try to secure votes and go after one party, there are as many sins being made by the party that's, quote, supposed to be saving the nation, Republicans, all again at the issue of peace at any cost. And we have the voices even within the community saying, oh, we need to all get along, but we need to find Christ. We're reminded again, 67% of our pulpits do not hold a biblical worldview of this nation. 87% of our youth pastors do not hold a biblical view of of this world. The church is corrupted. Our faith has been corrupted, and it's been corrupted and bastardized for the sole sake of allowing people to be deceived and willfully, unfortunately, deceived so they don't have to do any work so they can continue to find the easy path, which they think is the path to salvation. Father, we pray right now just for the shaking of hearts, the shaking of foundations, the opening of eyes. We have to literally start seeing this world for what it is. We don't seek harm to those in the LGBTQ community. We seek their relationship with Christ to have them realize the sins that they're walking in and the sins that they're perpetuating by allowing their own within their ranks to groom and destroy children at a young age. Where we have come to in this world is unbelievable, and, and the speed at which it's arrived is stunning. But the, what that shows is how deeply infiltrated we have been and how blind we have walked in this world to allow such corruption to precipitate and continue. Forgive us for this place. We should have done better. And so now we pray for the mercy of this nation. We pray for the restoration of this nation to rid this nation of these sins. We pray for the hand of justice. And we know that that hand of justice can be swift and it can be severe. We pray for that hand of justice. 
We are in a time right now as we look around this world and what we see that if we can't see what's going on, if we're unwilling to see what is going on, if we're unwilling to see the gift that you have given us of transparency that the evil is now in the light, if we aren't willing to take a stand, when will we? Father, we... We pray for the hearts to awaken, the fires of righteousness to alight. People are so confused in this period of time and so timid that they complain about a government and yet they willfully pay the taxes to the government to continue to fund it. And then they wonder why it happens. We are foolish in our ways right now. And we're allowing twisted pulpits to turn the message and control people rather than sitting back and seeking a true and intimate relationship with you to be guided by your wisdom and truth. Again, forgive us. And we pray for our strength. We pray for the strength of hearts, the strength of resolve. We are reminded again by Gideon that you don't need millions. You just need a dedicated few. So Father. Allow those dedicated few to continue to stand and to stand boldly to become that powerful change, that powerful force, that powerful light that cannot be denied. It's the light of Christ that lives within us. Guide us, direct us. Give us grace. We say these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. I'll tell you, it's frustrating. We look around to all this nonsense that's going on. It is, and it's always about the, when we start getting obsessed about what someone's going to change it for us, we need to get in the ground and have these hard discussions. I am not a believer at peace at any cost. I am not a believer at unity at any cost. We have tried that. Apparently, we tried that. Look where we are. The me culture has risen to its peak right now as long as someone in can be what they want identify what they want it's okay it doesn't matter the consequence on anything else because they're simply living their life me 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 that is not the way god laid this world out take a listen to this i i I, this is another great piece by matt walsh part of his film make sure you see it i'm just gonna let you hear it four minutes of Shaking your head crazy. I want to show you another quick sneak peek. This is something that I posted on uh, Twitter a couple days ago. Quick sneak peek from the film. And this relates to, you know, everything we talked about really in the opening. Um, the, it's sort of the, the logical conclusion of the leftist sexual agenda. What, what happens when we become unmoored from truth, unmoored from reality, from our moral tradition? And we... Uh, took the rabbit hole all the way down in the film. So I want to play this clip from uh, What is a Woman, which is available now at whatiswoman.com. You can become a subscriber and watch, but here it is, watch. So now we are seeing kids that are identifying as animals going to school, and they are purring instead of answering questions, and they meow, and the teachers are not allowed to question it because it's considered a queer identity. So... You have kids that are going to school and they're saying, I'm a cat. Mm -hmm. And the teachers have to affirm them as a cat. Yes. So So it's not just the schools are like literal literal zoos now, basically. They are. 
I am a 27-year-old transgender woman. Um, I am a wolf therian and a member of the furry fandom. When and how did you discover this inner wolfness? Um, <laughs> probably around age 10 or 11. I was watching an anime about wolves and see the wolf running across the screen and I'm somehow just intrinsically like, oh, that's me. Have you spent any time around biological wolves? Yes. That sounds dangerous also. What, what context um, are you? So I was a volunteer with a preserve and I've, I've also visited many wolf preserves. Are you able to communicate with the wolves? Am I going to have a conversation with a wolf in the way that I'm communicating you and I? Obviously not. Am I going to read their body language, respond appropriately to their behaviors and their nonverbal cues? Yes. Would you, be, would you be able to give us an example of this wolf communication? Um, no. I'm not comfortable doing so. Okay. All right. I mean, I thought I'd ask anyway. Uh, I would be interested to know. I mean, I, I still would, would like to know what... Um, really what the interpersonal communication between a wolf is like. And you, and you see that and you think, well, that's uh, absurd and you can kind of laugh about it. And sure, but, you know, I'm telling you right now, this is not, uh, this is not any kind of um, extreme slippery slope possibility. I think that a few years from now, that someone, I don't know if it's going to be me, but someone's going to have to make a, a film called What is a Human? Because... This trans species stuff, this is not um, just a fringe fad, you know, outlier type of thing. This, as we heard from Sarah Stockton, who's the, the therapist in the first part of that clip, this is a very common thing. And she's not the only one saying that. You know, we hear from people that work in the schools, therapists that feel like they can speak out without be, having their career, careers destroyed, that this is, this is a thing now. Kids, this is what kids are doing. And it's like, well, and of course kids are doing that. When you tell kids that, hey, you can be whatever you want to be, your identity is up to you. Of course, a lot of them are going to say, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a wolf or I'm a whatever, I'm a monkey. And, and usually, in a, like in a sane society, kids pretending to be animals, as long as they're kids. Now, the person we were talking to there, the was it Wolf Therian? Not a kid. That's an adult. But for kids pretending to be animals, usually it's uh, my own kids do that sometimes. My two-year-old runs around pretending to be an animal. And that's, that's perfectly fine. That's using your imagination. Except that we don't live in a sane society. And so now uh, we latch on to that and say, okay, well, that, that's, your, that's who you are now. That's your identity. That's not, that's not just a game. That's who you are. So look out for the sequel, What is a Human, dropping sometime in the next few years. I'm telling you, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Where did you find your wolfness? On anime. I found it on anime. Man. This is the world that we're in. And it's, you know, this idea, I, I come back to this so many times because it, it, we have to give it a critical lens. We hear the Q movement and where we go one, where we go all. I've seen the defense of people in the LGBTQ community from big Q accounts at any cost. It's like, stop criticizing them. We're not going to get anywhere if we're, not, if we're divided. Well, I've got news for you. We're not going to get anywhere if we're an immoral bunch of beasts either. You have to make a decision in your life of where you're going to walk. 
And unfortunately, as Christ assured us, we will be persecuted. So choose. If you want the easy path and you want peace at any cost, then go ahead. Keep on digging for it. Because right now, that's looking a whole lot like 2022 elections. This same belief garbage that you're going to fix the world through politics, which is a lie. The idea that somehow by voting in a few people, Congress is suddenly going to become a moral, just society. It won't because you haven't solved the problem of lobbyists, of special interests, of the SES class, of the infiltration that has happened at every branch of government. People whose livelihoods are built on taxpayer rape and pillage of the government who are now you're suddenly supposed to go to and say, oh, by the way, um, we're going to, we want you to willfully help us destroy the entire department that you're in to remove it, to put everybody on unemployment lines and take away your nice rosy benefits and all the other cush crap that we gave you so that you would be better than everybody else outside that have been working their bones, fingers to the bone, raising the money so you could have a cushy job. There's truth. Okay, and it's not going to happen. Because people that are in position aren't going to give away what they have. People in power are not going to give away their power. They might say they are, but they're not going to. I mean, I'm I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I would like somebody to go to President Trump. I'd do it. And I'd ask him, what's the country worth to you? What's the resetting the country and back to a foundation of God? What's it worth to you? Will you give away every bit of your wealth today? Will you hand it away, trust in God, and lead this nation and ask and bring us to a prayer together for repentance? But give away all your wealth. Will you do it? And I can, I'm not going to forecast what he's going to say because God works in amazing ways. I would love to hear him say, yes. Okay. But I have a suspicion that you're not going to find that there or anywhere else because once people get things, you know, the, the parable of the poor rich man or the young rich man with Christ, he was given a choice and he couldn't do it. And it's not about being poor. It's about what are you attached to and what are you willing to sacrifice to walk with the son of God? That, that parable does not translate to everybody needs to give away everything and start walking barefoot and, and somehow in your idea of what poor is, whatever that is, and living homelessly. That is not what that parable says. That parable is where is your focus in life? Are you willing to give it all away to walk with the Son of God? And if you can live that way in whatever state you're in, we're in the, we're beginning to get in the right mindset. And then we have to come to that place of moralities, which is we're so derailed right now from realities. It's un, morality. It's unbelievable. Insane, absolutely insane. Wolfness. (laughs) I I will have to tell you, I never foresaw a point in my life, as much as I think I understand culture, I never foresaw a point in my life where spiritual revelation of our true sense of who we are and the true sense of being would be transmitted through anime. But here we are. And I don't really know what else to say other than here we are. (laughs) Patriots, we need prayers for this nation, like badly. All right, 
Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need mercy for this nation. We need healing. We need hearts opened and eyes opened. We need the hand of justice of God to strike down. And whatever that brings, buckle up. Get on your your little floaty arms. Because if Well, I guess we're not going to have a flood. We'll have a fire. So get on your fire protection suit and get ready. Because it's got to be a big storm. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. And I say that truly, truly from the bottom of my heart. We are at war, so walk fearlessly and boldly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. I have Zach from Red Pill 78 on tonight. Should be a fantastic show. So until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.